Welcome back to the Spiritually Inspired Podcast. My name is Sarah Ray, and I'm so excited to have you joining me live again today. Uh, this podcast episode will consist of the entire monthly astrology forecast for March 2022. It's a little bit different than what I've been doing in the past. I've just been experimenting like crazy <laughs> lately. So um, based on what I saw other people listening to, it seemed like weekly was the thing to do. So that's what I've been doing. But now I'm going to give monthly a shot. So I have more time to create more podcast episodes and interview more amazing ladies for my awakening stories and just create more things in general. So I'm just really looking forward to doing that. And I hope you enjoy this as well. And if you have any opinions or comments, please let me know. <laughs> so for the entire month of March 2022, we have the new moon in Pisces, Mars and Venus in Aquarius, Mercury moving into Pisces, then later Aries, and we'll talk about both of those. And the sun is moving into Aries as well. And a little bit about the spring equinox. Woo! If you're in the northern hemisphere, it's the long-awaited spring equinox, and I cannot wait to talk more about that. Only a little bit, though, because I will be talking more about Ostera later um, in our next week's podcast episode, I believe, so if that interests you. So please consider liking and rating wherever you happen to be listening so we can reach more modern mystics all around the world and grow our amazing little communities. So let's get started. All right, so March astrology for 2022 in general, this month always brings so much fire and light and passion into our collective consciousness as the season begins to shift from the dark of winter into the bright spring if you're in the Northern Hemisphere. March's monthly themes that are coming straight from the Energy Almanac are passion, influence, and equilibrium. The influence is coming from all kinds of directions here, uh, world leaders and including current political events that are quite sad and our important relationships as well on an individual level and our subconscious thoughts on a more soul level. So the influence is coming at us from all different angles and it's influencing everything that we're doing and thinking and seeing and how we're pr processing it all as well. The passion on an individual level is bleeding into all areas of our lives. Things that we're most passionate about are really coming into everything that we love and do, which I think is has never been more important with the current political climate that we're currently facing with in Eastern Europe specifically, it's never been more important to stay true to what you love and stay true to you and to continue to send loving things, loving energy out into the world, whether that is through your art or through your passions or through your kind words, don't stop doing that. No matter what the influences are trying to influence you to do, let the passion influence you more than the world leaders. So this um, can also get into um, burnout territory if we're not careful. So make sure that we are finding a good time of, or a good balance between time for passion and time for rest as well. Aries doesn't really like to rest. And this is kind of Aries season, but it is really important in order to fully be present in our passions and do them as best as we possibly can, like we want to, and we're capable of doing, we need to rest. Rest with a passion. <laughs> The universe is always striving for balance. We are going to be getting plenty of opportunity to bring more balance into our lifestyles and our habits this month in all different ways. Again, equilibrium is one of the main themes that we're working on this month. There is no shortage of enthusiasm and daydreams and transformation and innovation over the next four weeks on a personal and a collective level as well, of course. Things are blossoming all over the place. 
Um, and it's our job to let go of resistance that is preventing growth. It is our job to fight what we believe in. And it's our job to stand with our convictions and to make sure that we are doing everything we possibly can to contribute in a positive way in the to the collective. So let's talk more about the new moon in Pisces. Dreamy, emotional Pisces loves an opportunity to start something new. Allow your beautiful imagination to just run free. As long as it's not turning into harmful self-talk or anything like that, just let your mind go crazy. Dream your biggest dream. The new moon in Pisces on March 2nd is just really beautiful. And it's a beautiful energy to get lost in. And new moons in general are really great for starting new things. So it's just a great time to start something new that will plant the seeds for your big, big dreams, big dreams. That could be on an individual level. You could also do this on a collective level as well. Your big dreams for what you want to see in the world or your nation, or even as small as your local town or the organization that you're in. It's just a really great time to be planting those seeds for your big dreams, whatever they are. How have your life dreams changed over the years? What you were dreaming 10 years ago is not the same that you're dreaming right now. What do you value now versus what you value then? These things are different and they're really important to bring into the light. New dreams and new values require new courses of action. And now is the time to make those changes. So maybe a decade ago, you probably wouldn't have thought about what you can do to better the collective, but now we're in a a time in history where this is on everyone's mind. So maybe that is something to consider. Design your Pisces new moon intentions around your new dreams, your new values, your new desires, and your new goals on an individual level, again, as on a collective level. I feel really called to be reminding you that it's not just about the individualism, but it's also not just about the collective as well. We're doing this on a grand scale. And if we do this on a personal level, it will bleed over to the grander scale as well. We just need to be intentional about both of these things. Whatever fears are creeping up during this time for you, acknowledge them and send them back to the universe. They do not serve your highest good. They only weaken the strength of your will and they have the potential to bleed into other people's psyche as well if we're not careful because fear is really influential, just like one of our keywords for the month. And if we allow fear to control us, we're never going to get to those big dreams. We're never going to reach as a collective things that are actually good for everybody. Pisces adores a deep interpersonal connection. Invite more intimacy into your life during this new moon over this first week of March with yourself, with your partner, with your best friend, with the divine and your spirit team. Just be more intimate and personally connected with these beings in your life, with these relationships, and that will just really fill up your cup. You know, Pisces is very emotional. It's the sign of the fish. It's a water sign and fish live in schools, right? They don't live alone. <laughs> That's kind of the symbology that we're picturing here. So bring together your school of fish, your personal school of fish, bring them together, make that interpersonal connection stronger, and it will be really, really rewarding in the long run. Your intuition and your intuition is strong and trustworthy right now. And your faith is foundational and it's unyielding and your heart is good and compassionate and your soul is bright and beautiful and believe that and it will be so. No matter what political challenges we're facing, no matter what drama or trauma we're facing in our personal lives, we are strong and bright and beautiful and capable of handling it. Otherwise, we wouldn't be experiencing it. 
I know that's hard in the context of the world politics right now, the world stage happening right now. But if we didn't have the ability to make changes, we wouldn't be experiencing this challenge right now. So let's move on to Mars and Venus both entering Aquarius on the same day on March 6th. These two planets will be shifting into the rebellious sign of Aquarius. Quirky meets intellectual here. <laughs> we'll likely feel drawn to those who we can have deep, meaningful conversations with again. So that Pisces new moon just a few days before is really um, setting the stage for this sort of interaction that we want to have deep and meaningful connections. Small talk just isn't cutting it right now. <laughs> We're craving those deeper connections, a real authentic communication. Small talk and beating around the bush is just going to piss us off really. <laughs> and it's just, it's just not serving anything, especially when we've had a really hard trying few years. And now we're continuing to be tried with the new political stage that's happening. Just don't be afraid to talk about it in a respectful and loving way. There's no need to get into political arguments unnecessarily, but we can talk about deep, meaningful things beyond just small talk. It's going to feel really good. It's going to be easy right now to do this when Mars and Venus are both moving into Aquarius. This is a great opportunity to reestablish that intimacy again with like-minded people in your life. You can either find someone new to create this intimate connection with, or you can reestablish the connection that you already share with people who you already had deep meaning conversations with, people who you always loved hearing from, people who you love listening to, and people who love listening to you too. Bring more of them into your life. Talk to them more about the deeper things. It's going to be easy and nice and beautiful and fun as well. Is there anything really more fulfilling than a genuine connection with someone you love listening to? I really don't think so, because it's that supportive nature goes so far in both of our lives. These kinds of relationships are really special, and they will just flourish now. So embrace that and allow them to flourish. So Mercury is going to be moving into Pisces as well on March 9th. The dreaminess of Pisces clashes with the logical energy of Mercury. While this powerful planet of fire is moving through the watery sign of the artist, thinking clearly might be a little bit difficult. So mid-month, we're going to be starting to feel a little bit foggy. Things are going to be feeling a little slow. It's kind of, there's going to be a lot of resistance that we have to work through because these two things that Mercury and Pisces, they don't really, they don't mesh well. It's hard, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad thing, of course. Daydreaming does have its place in our lives and it allows us to come up with possibilities and new things to express ourselves with. But eventually we do need to pull ourselves back into our daily routines in order to really thrive in this earth life. Mercury and Pisces doesn't have to be difficult, but it is again about that balance. Here we're finding another opportunity to find the equilibrium between being dreamy and lost in our daydreams and being too logical and stuck in our daily routines. There is a bridge that can be built here. The energy of Mercury and Pisces is building that gap or building the bridge with that gap is what I meant between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is where the watery artsy expression comes from. And the conscious mind is where the logical daily routines are coming into play. We can build a bridge between those two things and they can live in harmony in our lives. It doesn't have to be difficult. It might be at first because it's something we're not used to, but that's kind of what my whole brand is about is kind of bridging that gap between your earthly life and your soul life and your soul lessons. So Listen to more of the Spiritually Inspired podcast <laughs> to learn how to do that. This um, act allows the quiet inner voice of the soul more freedom to speak clearly to us. 
And it's not diminishing the importance of the daily routine at the same time. So it's a nice opportunity to have more of each in our lives. The theme of equilibrium is important here. It's a really, this is a good example of when it's being brought into light during March. This is the best example, I think, actually. The best way to stay on the bridge between subconscious thoughts and conscious thoughts as much as possible is to just notice it in the moment. Am I being overly dreamy right now? Am I being overly logical right now? How, what can I do to lean more in either way? The goal is balance. Balance is hard. It's never going to be perfectly level. Probably it's always a teeter totter. (laughs) It's always, um, a work in progress and that's okay. That's what we're working towards right now. Pisces does have a tendency to get lost and Mercury does have a tendency to dominate. So we don't want to lose sight of either one. It's an, we can mesh these together, even though it, that naturally they don't mesh together. It is possible. So find that balance and you'll probably be amazed at how easy it is to hear your soul speak to you on a personal level. All right, so let's talk next about the full moon in Virgo. On March 18th, the full moon in Virgo is coming to our lives, and full moons are always good times to release and let go of what doesn't serve our highest good. However, Virgo hates letting things go and letting people go. Virgo does love analyzing and planning things. So use this time to reflect on what has gone well for you the last month and what hasn't. And also think back to September 2021 when we had the Virgo new moon. What has worked for you since then and what hasn't? Now is a really good time to reflect on those things and let go of what doesn't work, what isn't helping you move towards your greater goal, what isn't working for your community, what isn't working for your family. Let go of those things. It's really difficult because Virgo doesn't want to do that. But Virgo will happily analyze what isn't working, but then it'll continue doing the same thing if we're not careful. Once you've realized what isn't working, this can be in the form of habits and thought patterns and relationships or whatever else, it's time to make those changes. Work through that resistance, find that balance, find that passion and find that influence within yourself so you can move through those things that aren't working. This doesn't really come naturally to Virgo, but that doesn't mean it's impossible. The equinox that is happening in just a few days after the full moon will make this easier because the air of fresh beginnings and just letting go of what isn't serving is starting to kind of come into light. So it will be easier than normal, but it does take some mindful effort, as does everything. Meditation is really important right now. It will really help you with this process. Anxiety may be running really high as emotions rush to the front of our minds as they do with most full moons. And Virgo has a tendency to overanalyze emotions as well as everything else. So that is often the root cause of anxiety for for Virgo energy. So focus on whatever helps you feel calm and serene and do more of that. It will help you think more clearly during this time. Give yourself grace for needing rest. It's okay. Virgo wants to be on the go, but full moons for most people isn't really a good time to be on the go. So give yourself permission to rest. It's really important. It might also be helpful now to make a list of things that you're really good at. This is kind of a personal growth journal exercise. Give yourself the credit that you deserve because you're awesome and you've accomplished so much in your life, but give yourself credit and make a list of things that you have done either recently or just in general, things you're really good at, make a bragging list. (laughs) Nobody else has to see it. Make it for yourself. And it will help you work through that resistance that Virgo naturally feels towards towards, um, self or 
working towards pride. I was going to say like self-acceptance. I feel like that isn't quite right. Um, but pride is really important now. And this will also help you pinpoint what you shouldn't be doing anymore, what you can let go of if you focus on more of what you are good at and what is working. Find a way to do more of what makes you feel good during this full moon. You owe yourself at least that much. You really do. And take care of yourself just as much as you would take care of others around you. So next here, we're going to be talking about the sun in Aries. Yes, <laughs> what a relief. Spring has finally started in the Northern Hemisphere. And I don't know about you, but the amount of snow and cold over the last couple of years is has been unbearable. And again, this season has just been so cold. It's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> the snow is fine. I, I feel like personally I can deal with the snow, but it's the bitter cold. It's the negative 20 degrees or even zero degrees in the wind that just makes it so horrible. So it's always such a relief when the spring equinox finally comes around. Um, the spring equinox is known as Austera, and I'm not going to talk too much about that specifically because that's going to get its own podcast episode here coming up really quickly. And the sun is moving into the fiery sign of Aries on the same day as Austera, so we'll talk about that instead. So Aries energy helps us lead with conviction and strive for perfection. Aries does not like to be standing still. Aries does not want to feel like there's no point or no purpose. So there's always a really intense passion and an intense need for starting things, quote, correctly <laughs> with Aries energy. There's an inherent spark of inspiration here and a strong motivation to dive in headfirst. But the fear of perfectionism might be holding Aries back a little bit. So they really want to dive in head first. This energy is really all about getting the ball rolling right now, as fast as we can get it going right now. But at the same time, there's like, oh, but what if it's not, what if it's not right? What if I'm doing something wrong? What if it isn't fitting? Um, we can kind of combat that by remembering that moving forward and getting it done is better than perfect. So Aries really often struggles with that sort of thing. So we might be experiencing that sort of challenge as well once the sun moves into this sign in the middle of the month. Aries does have a tendency to get irritated really quickly if they feel results aren't coming fast enough. So patience is definitely a virtue towards the end of March here. Aries wants success now, right now, yesterday would have been better. <laughs> it's more than capable of playing the long game. It just doesn't want to. Aries wants to feel like it's it's seeing results immediately the first time. But that, as you know, is really unrealistic. So don't get caught in that trap. Don't let all the hard work you've been working on, whatever it is that your goal is, go to waste just because you're not seeing the immediate results you were expecting right now. And that's another thing to keep in mind is that results are going to be coming in from you, from the universe to you in all different ways. There is no reason to get hung up on one result because the universe will be sending you what you couldn't even have imagined. That's the thing about manifesting as well is that you need to leave room to allow different things to come into your being that are probably better than what you originally thought you wanted. So Aries often struggles with this, I have noticed, because they have a or when I say they, I really just mean the energy of Aries, not necessarily if you are an Aries, it's just the energy of Aries in general has a specific frame of reference in mind. And if it doesn't exactly fit that frame of reference, it means a failure. But that is not how the universe operates. The universe doesn't operate on your small mind. No matter how big you dream, you're dreaming tiny compared to what the universe sees in your potential. 
So please keep that in mind as we're moving through Aries season. We're playing the long game here. Be open to new possibilities and you'll see so many more amazing things come into your life than you could have ever possibly imagined. But with that being said, I do want to point out that Aries is susceptible to burnout and might be quick to declare it's not working because they throw so much of themselves at whatever it is immediately. And when there is no result that they are expecting, they're burnt out and they just de declare that it's not working. There's a complete lack of patience here. Just we want to be patient during Aries season. Um, luckily for us, Aries season does coincide with the start of spring in the Northern Hemisphere. And this in general is a great reminder that nature doesn't rush, yet accomplishes everything. There's that old adage that nature doesn't rush, yet everything is accomplished. I feel Aries season really needs to be reminded of that, which is why it fits so well in the springtime of the year for the Northern Hemisphere there's those little beautiful tulips are going to be beautiful. They're just little nubbins right now. And it's going to take time for them to be beautiful. So allow for the time to pass. I mentioned tulips because I really want to see them. <laughs> there's still so much snow on the ground right now that it's, I don't see green growing yet, but soon, soon, I hope. <laughs> so bring the philosophy of not rushing, but still getting positive results into all of your projects and your goals and your daily routines as well. Aries will lead you to success if you are able to find that equilibrium between making quick progress and enjoying the process. There's no need to rush unnecessarily, but you do need to move forward with passion and follow your intuition and do what you're most passionate about. All right, so the next, or the last rather, the last little astrological event that I have for you here is Mercury moving into Aries. So it just left Pisces. The dreaminess of Pisces is behind us now, and Mercury is moving to a much more comfortable sign of Aries as it's a powerful fire sign as we just talked about. On March 27th, you might find yourself saying whatever comes to your mind without much of a filter, as will probably be the theme over the next two to three weeks as Mercury is moving through this sign. But be careful not to cause harm with your words as, Mer as Mercury is in Aries. We've been given this gift of direct and candid communication, which is what happens when Mercury is in the sign of Aries. But don't let that bleed into brutal honesty that is uncalled for. A lot of people like to say that they're honest in a way that is meant to be endearing when really they're just being a dick. <laughs> Don't be a dick with your words, okay? So just be smart with the opportunity to be candid and honest, but don't cause harm unnecessarily with your words because your words have a lot of power and your words are influential to other people and people will remember what you say to them if it hurt them. They have a harder time remembering what you had to say if it's positive, unfortunately, because that's just how humans are wired. But don't say criticisms unnecessarily here. And if you do find yourself needing to say a criticism, just say it in a clear, direct way, but not in a harsh way. Again, balance between these two things. Being direct and candid is a gift. I'm not saying that it's not, and it's definitely useful, but you can use it to empower people and not to tear people down. We all know that sort of person. We all have someone in our life who claims to be honest when they really just don't think before they speak. Don't be that person. Please don't be that person. <laughs> they believe this type of person believes that their opinion is worthy of being heard by everyone, regardless of what their opinion is, because they they have this adage that their first thought is the best thought, and there's no reason to dig deeper past it, and er, therefore they just need to they just need to say what's on their mind, and that can go south really quickly. <laughs> 
This is the type of energy, however, that's being created with Mercury and Aries. So just be really mindful of your words. Don't say things that are mean just because. It would be wise to think before you speak. Ask, does what I'm about to say improve the situation? Does what I'm about to say harm somebody? Does what I'm about to say make things better? Or is, is it moving us forward in some way? Because most of the time, what you are going to say will improve the situation. Just use discernment to decide when to hold your tongue instead. Because that emotional reaction is what happens when we're being, quote, brutally honest, right? We, we're thinking with our emotions rather than with the actual direct communication gift that we've given ourselves with Mercury in Aries. So hold your tongue when appropriate. <laughs> Don't think that everything you have to say is worthy of being said if it's going to hurt somebody else. Maybe just a simple rewording will be fine. So there you go. We had the Mercury in Aries, Sun in Aries, Virgo full moon, Mercury in Pisces as well, Mars and Venus both in Aquarius, the Pisces new moon, and the general themes of March astrology for 2022. So um, I also want to point out quick that every new and full moon, we have live new moon and full moon rituals that are guided here on wherever you happen to be listening. If you're listening to the podcast, if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook or Twitch, wherever you are, this is happening every two weeks. And we have the new moon coming up here really quick in just a few days. So the new moon intention setting ritual will be coming out then as well. And it's all under 30 minutes. We do a tarot card reading, which is usually a three card poll, occasionally more if you know some fall out or I feel guided to share more with you. We'll talk a little bit about the energy of that new moon or full moon. And then we'll do a guided meditation and then we'll do some journaling all under 30 minutes. So it's they've been received really well and I've been really enjoying them. So please do tune in for that. The next one is happening in just a few days and then it'll happen again at the full moon. So be sure to follow and like so you don't miss those if that is something that interests you. So Thank you again for listening to this podcast. And thank you again for joining me live. It's always so much fun to have you all here with me. And I appreciate your time and your support. So have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you for listening. And if you want even more astrology awesomeness for the entirety of 2022, pick up your copy of the Energy Almanac using the link in the show notes below. This book is my favorite go-to astrology guide. It's absolutely perfect for beginners and for anyone who wants to integrate astrology into their daily, weekly, or monthly planning routine. You need it. Seriously, it's fantastic. Use the link in the show notes to get your copy today.